Welcome back to Administrative Static. And uh, NCLE has filed an amicus brief in a case called uh, Lofman v. California Department of Education. And Mark, this is a little bit of an unusual case for us. What's going on in California? And um, I think Beckett had brought this case. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we have two California segments here. That doesn't always always happen. But this is this was a case brought by our friends at the Beckett Fund uh, for Religious Liberty. And because of the special relationship that we have uh, with our friends, friends from Beckett, uh, uh, you know, they reached out and asked if we would be willing to consider an amicus brief in this case. And so we we provided one. And it's um, it's really it's sort of an odd case, John, because what happened in California is that the state decided that uh, it, it violates uh, violates the, the the state constitution and, and state law uh, in order to to provide state funds for special education uh, to sectarian schools that that is religious religious schools and, and uh, Jewish schools in this case and uh, you know that's that's just not consistent with federal law. There's been uh, there's been a fair number of cases uh, on this kind of issue uh, lately, and the Supreme Court has said in no uncertain terms in in cases like Trinity Lutheran, uh, look if if you're providing a benefit uh, to other schools, then you can't deny it to the sectarian schools uh, for ostensible religious reasons. Uh, but that's what they did here. And how did they justify that? Because I, I will just say that I uh, don't follow this as closely as you do, certainly as Beckett does, but I've been reading those Supreme Court cases and they basically say we have to be neutral. You can – if you provide funds to, uh, to uh, private schools that you can't discriminate against – religious private schools. And I think – I thought that was now a very well-known principle and I think it sometimes gets 9-0 up there. It's not really constant – it's not really controversial on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I think when it gets up to the Supreme Court, it often is a fairly lopsided decision. Uh, you know, I guess it just takes a long time for these decisions to make it to the West Coast. You know, I guess the <laughs> wagon trains or, you know, the telegraph line isn't working as well as it used to or something. The, no, in, in all seriousness, the California Constitution, uh, Article 9, Section 8 says, quote, no public money shall ever be appropriated for the support of any sectarian or denominational school or any school not under the exclusive control of the officers of the public schools. Is that Blaine unquote. Amendment? It is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a sort of a Blaine Amendment. Uh, Article um, uh, 16, Section 5 of the Co California Constitution says neither the legislature nor any county, city, and county, township, school district, or other municipal corporation shall ever make an appropriation or pay from any public fund whatever or grant anything to or in aid of any religious sect, church, creed, or sectarian purpose or help to support or sustain any school, college, university, hospital, or other institution controlled by any religion religious creed, church, or sectarian denomination, but et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't this the same as the main case where, where remember, I, I remember the Supreme Court had a main case yeah. whereby there's all these rural areas where there's, there's uh, Maine is a very, very rural state, uh, uh, especially um, in the north and, and west. And there weren't enough schools, so, but they had denied um, funds going to these uh, Catholic schools. Hasn't this been decided there? What, what is there any difference from that main case? Do you know? Well, I don't know the, the main case okay. well enough, but uh, you know, but James Blaine was from Maine. Yes, uh, correct. Uh, and was uh, his house? His house is about five blocks from where we're standing. It's this huge mans mansion at downtown D.C. Yeah, isn't it right across from Washington Legal Foundation? Yeah, yep. on that corner there. Yep. I remember walking walking by that when I used to uh, uh, 
you know, leave, leave work for lunch. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think this is just a vestige. Uh, there, there are a lot of state constitutions out there that have these Blaine amendments. And, uh, John, uh, Maybe you can elaborate on yes, this. So, the so James Blaine was a very powerful congressman. He ran for president and he lost. In fact, it's the only Democrat to be elected between uh, the Civil War and Woodrow Wilson won because Blaine was um, – he had stirred up the Catholic vote. Let's put it that way. The, the anti-Catholic vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. he lost because – uh, oh, you I see. see what because, I mean. Yeah, New York yeah. and places gotcha, like that. Gotcha. But and and he was he was he was seen as somewhat corrupt in a time when there was a lot of uh, party uh, uh, patronage. So in, in, in any event, in any event, <laughs> how corrupt do you have to be in a yeah, time of party patronage yeah, exactly. to be viewed as corrupt? But but these these are vestiges. But what I find interesting, and I think it all it all comes uh, to a head in California, is is that. Uh, many of the uh, religious schools have been trying to expand their ability to take children with special needs because it's expensive. It's always been very hard. I know the, the Catholic schools are trying very hard for the last 10 or 15 years to make that part of their mission for obvious reasons, and it's always been difficult. But the other thing that happens is if you ever have a school choice movement, they say, oh, if we have school choice, they'll cherry pick only the best students and everybody will be taken out of the public schools. And here is an effort to make sure that that doesn't happen, that kids who have special needs aren't just in the in the public schools, and this works against that as well. It does. I, I mean, I think you know the the argument would be that the uh, you know whether it's the uh, Yavne Hebrew Academy or or whichever other uh, schools that are involved here uh, that that they are trying to get a fee from the state for each of these uh, these students because the students have a right to a free, appropriate public education, so called FAPE. And the, and the dollars tend to follow the student if you're not in a, at least in California, if you're not in a sectarian school. And so uh, you could be in another private school and those dollars would follow you. And, and these schools are saying, well, you know, we should have these students want to come to the sectarian school for other reasons. Presumably their parents want them to have a religious education as part of their upbringing. And they should get the benefit of that. Uh, of that public money for the part of the education that is the special needs uh, part or uh, of the uh, of the cost to educate that student, and uh, you know this the state is has been uh, shying away from that and and suggesting that there's a problem with that. But I think you know even John, if you go back to the beginning of the republic, people talk about the uh, the establishment clause. And one of the things that, uh, and I'll make a shout out here to Jonathan Mitchell, our outside counsel, who's the the draftsman on this on this brief. Uh, Jonathan is uh, someone we worked with uh, from the very first days of of NCLA and, and was involved in our very first amicus brief that we did. Uh, but he's he's out there in the in uh, uh, in the Ninth Circuit a lot and uh, you know, taught at Stanford and so forth. And and Jonathan makes this point about. Uh, citing both Philip Hamburger, by the way, our founder, as well as Akhil Amar, uh, about the early Establishment Clause. That if you look at the Establishment Clause, it didn't say, you know, it says that the Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Well, what does that mean? Well, at the time, it meant that the states actually had, some of them, established churches. That means taxpayer funds went to the church uh, to help support the church. And so the First Amendment didn't prohibit that from happening. It was actually neutral as to whether or not that could happen. And it just left it up to the states to decide whether or not you would have it or not. And you know, one of the 
you know, one of the questions uh, that, that someone might have, John, is, well, you know, then, then, then if the state can or can't, then couldn't you just say, well, yeah, but we're not, we're, we're going to be one of those states that doesn't have an establishment and we're not giving, you know, giving money. But this isn't an establishment question because no one's suggesting that that uh, you know these are uh, these are Hebrew schools. No one's suggesting uh, that these Hebrew academies or that the that the Jewish faith is part of the, the faith of the, California, the, the, the yeah, California yeah. The establishment of California. Uh, and so it's it, it's really a question of discrimination. Yeah, and um, and I do think that uh, at this point, you know, the Ninth Circuit isn't as the Supreme Court isn't taking as many cases from the Ninth Circuit because it seems to be moving a little bit more to follow what the Supreme Court did than maybe it did eight, 10 or years ago. So hopefully this will be followed. I I just uh, – I had remembered that the race between Grover Cleveland and Blaine, it was very funny because uh, we always say everyone's uh, – it's there's all dirty business and, and uh, all this terrible things happening nowadays. But I do recall Cleveland was accused of having a – a child out of wedlock and and the Blainites would go, Mama, where's my pa gone to the White House? Ha, ha, ha. Which was rejoined by the very high-minded um, Blaine, Blaine, James G. Blaine, the continental liar from the state of Maine. So uh, if you if you are a little worried about- Rhy- Rhymes were big in the, the 19th were, rhymes, century. Yeah, continent. rhymes were big. So, <laughs> so I do think that, that that question though, the Supreme Court has not said that Blaine amendments are unconstitutional explicitly, right? They haven't actually said all these Blaine amendments from the 19th and early 20th century are unconstitutional. That statement hasn't been made. So perhaps that's what this is going to get at? It, it, it certainly could. I mean, the, the 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 actual issue here is is certification as a non-public school uh, under the California Education Code because you can't get a public benefit unless your school has been certified uh, as a as a non-public school, and essentially California is refusing to certify these these schools in order to, well, one would maybe argue in order to, so that they don't have to give them these funds, and that that's actually what's violating the free exercise clause is by uh, allowing only non-sectarian schools to be certified as non-public schools uh, under uh, under state law, because you know as you alluded to this, John, the free exercise clause clearly prohibits California from withholding a public benefit uh, from t- from sectarian schools that it offers to non-sectarian schools. And that's that's the Carson case. It's the Espinoza case. It's the Trinity Lutheran case. This is not this is not new learning. Uh, this is something that's that's been you know, fairly well established uh, for a while now. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, even as recently as the Kennedy v. Bremerton a school district case in, in 2022, folks will remember the coach. Uh, kneeling at the at the fifty yard line to say a prayer after you know, after the game and so forth and uh, and the Supreme Court said yeah that's that's fine <laughs> you can't you know you can't penalize him for that and overruled Lemon v Kurtzman in the process the old Lemon test so I mean it's you know that that piece of it overruling Lemon is new uh, but this uh, this public benefit thing I mean that goes back to uh, to 1963 Sherbert v Verner uh, you know the idea that you can't uh, discriminate in the distribution of of benefits. So right, and the and the lemon <clears throat> and just for our listeners, the lemon test sort of made it hard to enforce those. But I don't think I, you know those public benefit cases. I think that's gone now. So I think California's in trouble in this one. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think uh, I think our you know our friends at Beckett have a great track record of success. I think this will be another win that they'll be notching here at the Ninth Circuit. Thank you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>